Hey y'all, this is your boy Wynn. Study Hall is for Christians who are willing to talk that real talk, Christian perspective, Christian thought, unapologetically Holy Spirit guided. We are Kingdom Scholars studying the psyche, the physical, and the phenomena. Sign in. Yo, welcome back to Study Hall. This is your boy, Wynn. Thanks for signing in. This is season two, episode three. Today, we're talking about the psyche, aka the mind. Yes, the mind. And a pre-disclosure, no, your boy is not a doctor yet, but I am a qualified mental health professional and have about almost 10 years in the mental health helping profession. And so I've worked with acute people to all the way to a severe people. So like it's it's a lot. So I will do my best to try to share um, what I've learned from schooling, teaching, and also um, some experience. So um, before I get to like the bulk of the episode, let me tell y'all, y'all know I like to be transparent. I, no shame in my game. I don't want to just be remembered as relatable. So anyway, let me tell y'all how this episode came about. So I was doing my little self-care routine a couple of days ago trying to save some money it was like let me twist my hair up and automatically i just started whining like oh it's gonna take all day my arm's gonna be hurting this is not my thing blah 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 blah. so i was like man let me just watch a movie it, you know help the time go by so i get on netflix and to my surprise they had put the batman movies up like i love batman like my airpod case is batman so i was like let me go ahead and watch batman begins and the dark knight epic so i watched the first batman twisting my hair and you know this is the one where you know he escapes from the cult and he saves gotham from the schizophrenic the movie's like two hours long and some change why am i still not done twisting my hair i'm like gracious okay so i turn on the second one i was trying to say that for the next day you know what i'm saying but turn on the second one and this is the one you know when the sociopath the mastermind joker tries to kill him and you know throw the city into chaos and so if you're like me, I'm a big DC Marvel fan and we respect Batman because he's a select, you know, bunch of heroes that don't have like a special gifts or no superpowers. So it's funny for people like Superman, Justice League and like these shield agents to always want to summon him for his expertise. However, comma, you know, they don't really think about like, you know, he's very vulnerable. He can really die out here because he what well, he got. Uh, a zip line and a cape like come on like batman really be on it so they really just they really be calling on him for his mind his mindset is powerful like that's his skill set so just follow me like his strength really does come from how he thinks about a situation similar to like job and so as i'm watching this i'm like batman could really be out here killing people but he don't like he'll break your jaw but he'll be like nah i'm gonna give you another day another chance for for like redemption and so I'm thinking and just sitting there, I'm like, wow, Batman really must have the Holy Ghost because if it was me, no, nah, by the time I was watching, by the end of the second movie, the Joker had killed his old lady and, you know, they fighting, boom, 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 on a skyscraper and Batman, you know, you know, knocks him out the window or whatever. And the Joker is falling like to his death. And of course, Batman being anointed, going to shoot out a zip line. And starts cranking him up the skyscraper. And do you know what his foe says? The enemy <laughs> looks dead in Batman's eyes and was just like, you should let me die. You're uncorruptible. And 
instantly I was like, whoa, I think I just had a whole revelation. Like it was crazy. I was like, if it was me, after all that evil I had saved Gotham from, somebody might have to die. And that's when the Holy Spirit was just like, see, that's your problem. Your mind is easily corrupted. And that didn't sit well with me. So I was like, what you talking about? I was like, what you mean? Corrupt? That's a tough word. So I was like, make it make sense, Lord. You know, I was being a little brat. Make it make sense for me, Lord. And so he was like, see, you probably will let somebody die, murderer, (laughs) because of what you think they deserve. But he was like, what about what I think? And the Holy Spirit had one up me, y'all. He was like, in God's mind, he has a hope in the future for everybody. So I was just like, you know, can't say much. And so he led me to the Bible. (laughs) He was like, open and read it until you find something that makes sense. And I stumbled across, you know, the book of John in chapter 11. And it's the story of Lazarus. And I was reading it in different versions um, and end up kind of laughing by the end of the day because Jesus is really faithful because he really got some messy disciples. I don't know if that's nice to say, but I'm telling you, this is not the first time these disciples have talked behind Jesus back in a story or situation in the Bible and brought back like a worst case scenario to Jesus to kind of like stop him from doing what he's supposed to be doing. And um, they did it before. They did it um, with Jesus when he fed the 5,000. They did it with the with the woman who was caught in adultery, talking about she was nasty and to stone her. They are very judgy. And so basically, when it comes to the story of Lazarus, um, you know, you, you have to go read it because it's kind of a long story. But basically, like, Lazarus is sick. And um, to be told, I would suggest maybe he's in a coma um, some versions say he was just sleeping. So Jesus gets word of his friend being sick or sleeping or whatever. And he appears to be very unbothered and, you know, probably thinking this is just like an occasion to show God's glory. And he is, um, you know, about to go, but his, dis- you know, his trusted disciples, like, are telling him not to go to Bethany because they're like death threats out for him. And they're trying to like persuade him or try to corrupt his mind from, you know, his assignment, his calling or his purpose. And so, you know, Jesus being Jesus, who he is, you know, 100% God, 100% man was just like probably getting fed up with them. Like, as you read the story, you could tell, like, he's like, I'm still going to go. I don't care what's happening. My friend, I'm going to go see about my friend basically. And, you know, he goes by the time he gets to the town People out there acting a whole ham, like they, people crying. And I always forget Mary and Martha are Lazarus' sisters. So, you know, they're out there crying, probably tearing in the spirit. Oh, Lord, help us, help us. And, you know, Jesus gets there and seeing all this happen, you know, he got his disciples behind there, probably spectating. And he's, 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 there's a, I can't remember the verse, but it basically says, like, Jesus angrily says, just move the stone and come on out, Lazarus. Just come on out. And so I love that because it shows not only that Jesus, you know, has feelings and emotions, but also to the point of like, you know, he didn't allow the stereotype threats, the biases and, you know, other people's opinions to deter him away from what, you know, he was supposed to be doing, like the work of the Lord. And so um, I would encourage you you know, to protect your mind, water it, cipher through it. Um, and if, you know, put on the full armor of God, which scripture tells us to do. And like, don't be walking around with that helmet underneath your arm, 
put it on like, you know, you can get hit in the head, your psyche, your mind, and that wound or that blow paralyze you. And that injury might cause you to, you know, have symptoms of whatever, ever it is that, you know, you might be battling. It might look like depression for you. It might look like distortion to another person. It might look like anxiety for another person. It might trigger some PTSD for another person. So you're, so like, I just know, I used to tell my clients, especially who deal with, you know, external issues or deal with um, substance or behavior addictions, your psyche, your mind is the nucleus of your body. And what that basically means, your body can't do nothing your mind says to not to do. And so if you can't go see a therapist, ask the Holy Ghost to or the Holy Spirit to help you build a treatment plan. And um, we'll probably talk more science in future episodes, um, but just begin to ask or get into uh, as you as you start to grow in your prayer life, ask, you know, God to help you, you know, set things in place Whether that is going to go see somebody regularly or it is, you know, fasting and praying. He'll reveal that to you what works best for you. So he'll build, he'll help you build that treatment plan. So that's all I got. Much love. You know, follow the motherboard on IG at Keenan Scholar 19 and look out for the next episode.